stands at the moment. The earnings are around 392 kilos. They're doing up 0.96 from average date again from birth to weigh-in there last week around the 15th of February. And the yearling heifers are gaining 347 kilos, doing up 0.84 average date again from birth to the mid-February there. Hello and welcome to the Beef Edge, the Chagas Beef Podcast. For all your latest news, information and advice for Irish beef farmers. I'm Catherine Egan and as calving season approaches in the Newford Farm, I'm joined by Newford Farm Technician Michael Fagan to get an insight into the changes on the farm, preparation in advance of calving and review the performance of the herd. You're very welcome, Michael. Big changes on Newford Farm since we spoke last. Big changes is correct. As you would have all known, Newford Farm was based in Attenry, but the farm in Attenry was owned by the IDA and they actually handed the land back over to a Dexacon American company. So we were quite out of Attenry, so we had to go looking for another farm up in Roscommon. So yeah, it was a busy time. We were we moved out in late November, early December. So it really meant we had to get up all the cows and all the yearlings and we moved everything back up to, to the new farm. But it's, I suppose like everything, it was like changing a house. We brought a lot of the materials with us too. We brought a lot of the shed, or a lot of the slats and barriers because we were just thinking ahead going forward. We we're going to use those when we, go, when we go back up to the new farm there in Roscommon. And what's the farm in Roscommon that you've moved to consist of? The farm in Roscommon now, it's all in one block. There is uh, five paddocks that are one side of the road, which is a big come on from Newford at right where we had four blocks. As part of the Newford farm there in Roscommon, we have 20 acres of stubble ground there and that all needs to be reseeded and that won't be really up and running until May or June by the time grass starts coming. So we've decided to hold on to the 47 acres above in Cohen's land, above in Rye, just to tie us over. We're going to put the yearlings and the yearling heifers and bullocks up there to tie us over until we actually get the grass up and going in the, in the home farm back in Roscommon. Um, as I said, it's a farmable of 120 acres. The soil type is said is made up of loamy soil and limestone. Uh, we actually happen to have a windmill on the farm because it's 156 metres above sea level. The farm itself it has, consists of very good housing facilities. We have two main sheds for the for the cows. One, one happens to be an 8-bay uh, with a, a long shed at the back of it, which is about 120 feet long by 30 feet wide, which we have converted into the cabin pens. We have eight cabin pens put into that, along with the feed run back in for the calves, kind of a, a rest area for them. And they actually can feed back from the breast area back into the slats there into the mothers when they, when they have got a bit older. Uh, and the other shed in consists of the six bay. And it's pretty, it's, a, it's an ex-dairy, it's an ex-beef tillage farm itself. So it was kind of designed for, for beef animals more so than, than sucklers. The fact that it was a tillage beef farm prior to this, Michael, what are the main actions of work that's currently underway? Yeah, as, as you're right there, Catherine, it was a, a beef farm, so it wasn't really designed for a suckler farm. So as I said, we had to convert the big long shed into into a cabin area where we, we had eight pens, we put in eight cabin pens into it and a small crush or a cabin is down there when the calves, calves, cows have calved down in, there's a large section towards the end of the shed there, which we allowed the cows and calves there to run run together. Um, the other main areas that probably had to be done up there in the new farm is a lot of the paddocks are up there in 15 to 20 acres. We're designing up at the moment to get all into paddocks into into oh, between three and four acres paddocks at the moment. We're laying down pipes down there at the moment for another kind of water system for all the water trots there out, out in the fields. Part of the farm here also too was we've 19 acres of stubble ground there at the moment. So that's something that we're going to have to look at uh, in the next couple of weeks to get, get reseeding into 
we I'll be talking to the farm manager later on. We'd probably look at something like maybe Abigail and Aberchoice as grassy to go into and some clover. So that's that's really it is all good when we're in the middle of the calving season at the moment. And how has Kevin been going so far, Michael? It's actually going good now at the moment. We started off there on the 29th of January. We have 91 cows to calve down this year. We did have one case of abortion there around mid-January. But ever since then, it's all go at the moment. As I said, if we include abortion, we have 41 calf. We had one calf was also stillbirth, and then we had one that lost through a difficult calving. But other than that, there's 38 live calves on the ground. The sires that we used this year was probably it was Gammon, Kilconley, Codaline, Lapon, Hydeal, Grangewood, and Gstad and Dermalock Matt. And Edendale Ivor was used on the, the heifers. So as we stand at the moment, we've probably about 45% of the herd calved down within the first almost just over the first three weeks. I suppose one of one of the key things that we have found at the calving this year is uh, we probably find the cows are a bit more slower to have down this year compared to previous years and I'm just putting that down to maybe the change from coming from from Newford Atten Rye back down to Ross Common and I suppose and like one other thing that we just know there just before the calving season started we were looking at the calving difficulties we had a criteria put in on, on the calving difficulties but we know it's one of the bulls that we had selected there last April for our calving difficulties was coming in at seven and a half percent but when we checked it there in January this year he had gone up to 17 percent so it's just something that just put out there for other people to be aware that the cabin difficulties can change from the time you put your cow and calf to is now so at least you can be mentally prepared if you have a cow or a bull that's after increasing his percentage of cabin difficulty. What are the key actions that you're carrying out on the farm at the moment Michael? At the moment obviously all the cows are, are on 100 percent pre-cabin grams or 100 grams pre-cabin mineral in each day and like everything else, when the calving started, we gathered up all the calving gear, such as the calving jack, the red lamp, have all the little colostrums in, in the fridge where iodine spray is being used on the calves' navel. And then as the calves are being calved in, they're being tagged and just put into into bigger pens there. But they have actually accessed in, the mothers are actually on slats and they can actually go from the slats into the straw area. And the, it's working very successfully at the moment. The calves are big enough then to walk on the slats, suck their mothers, and then go back into the back into slats where they are back into the straw area where they can lie down again. And we're much more safer and cozier and warmer there. I suppose like most everything else, this is the busiest time of the year. We're trying to keep the tags and keeping all the cabin records up to date as we go along. I suppose one key point there is we do have there is cameras, TV or cabin cameras there on the farm at the moment, and they're a great asset and tool there for the farm manager. Like even when he's gone out to one of the out farms, you can just keep an eye on what is going on in the yard to zoom back in, make sure no cow cabin there until he gets back. And the other key actions here is, is, is we're following up there with the f- fencing, get fencing in, in on the farm, get all the paddocks fenced out. Water trots are all being laid out. As we're getting the pipes all being laid underground to all the paddocks and we're just finishing off that at the moment. And I suppose the next big key point we'll have to consider is trying to get story out. Slurry is booked, so hopefully we'll try and get it maybe out now next week. We had planned it this week, but maybe next week is what our main aim. And as I said, we have about 20 acres of stubble there at the moment. So we'll be aiming for probably about 2,500 gallons of slurry going out on those paddocks and that when we actually get the slurry going. That's great, Michael. And yearlings that's on the farm that were brought down to Roscommon, how have they been performing? They have been performing well. I suppose when we actually left Newford, we had a lot of silage there in pits and we in Newford Atten Rye, we had a lot of silage there in pits and we sold it off. So hence we arrived up to New Farm, there was already silage there on the farm. So we actually bought that as part of the as part of the, the lease. 
So we're using that silage on the on the ground at the moment. Mightn't be just as good as what we had in Newford, but as it stands at the moment, the yearlings are around 392 kilos. They're doing 0.96 from average date again from birth to way in there last week around the 15th of February. And the yearling heifers are doing about are doing or weighing 347 kilos, doing 0.84 average date again from birth to the, the mid-February there. Now they're eating about two kilos a meal and they're on about 68 DMD silage. And I suppose the other key point there I just need to mention too is our replacement heifers, which will be going in calf now in, in the end of April, we need to give them their lepto vaccination now, which they'll probably get, they'll get it this week, and then they'll get the booster in about four weeks' time. They will also have to be treated with black leggers going out as well. We'll be aiming for those little heifers to be bulling in around 340 kilos towards the end of April. So they're running around 300 kilos at the moment, so they're more or less, more or less on target at the moment. That's great, Michael. And the cattle that were finished prior to Christmas, Michael, how did they perform? The new for beef heifers, for some strange reason, we, we had 26 of those last year and we had 59 beef bullocks. The heifers finished at an R equals 3 plus and at a carcass weight of 320 kilos. So they went up the ramp at 588, killed out at 320 at 54%. And they were sold off at 19 and a half months, which is an exceptional good grade and weight for that age age for those heifers and look at we're getting them gone in 19 and a half months probably would like to try and get them going a little bit earlier because the earlier we can get them it helps to contribute to reducing our emissions on the farm the bullocks themselves there's 59 bullocks we they killed out at r equals two plus uh they went up the ramp at 675 kilos and killed out at a carcass of 365 at 54 percent kill out and they were gone at 22 months of age Normally, we would have liked to have them gone maybe at 21 months of age, but look, we had to allow, we knew last May that Newford Atten Rye was closing down, so we had to do a lot of chopping and changing with paddocks because the company was coming in and they were taking paddocks off. So I would put the, we were putting that down to the 20, bullocks being sold at 22 months that we just didn't get the same attention that we would have normally have given them if we had been on the one farm all the time. But either way, it's 22 months at a carcass weight of 365. That's just ideal what the factories are looking for, the ideal sort of stake that the housewife is looking for as well. So we're more, more than happy with the way the bullocks killed out. And obviously, Michael, the heavy rainfall in the past few weeks has really hampered graze. And you mentioned earlier that you're going with slurry next week. What's your plan for graze in this spring? Obviously, you're putting in the paddocks and the wash troughs, etc. But when would you intend to get stock out to grass and what stock will be going first to grass? You're more than right here, Catherine. Land is desperately wet at the moment. It's very soggy and like I don't think it makes any difference what part of the country you're in. You're, all your land is wet at the moment. As we stand at the moment, we're going to try and get the yearlings out first. They're going to go to one of the out farms there in Cohen's. That's our first priority to get them out. That farm actually did get slurry there about a month ago, or just there at early February, I should say. Uh, that got about 2,000 gallons. So that's kind of more or less ready for the year, yearlings to go up there. Um, I actually did a soil, I just tested the soil temperature there yesterday in the home farm there, and it's coming in at 10, 10 degrees. So, But I know we're going to get a cold spell this weekend, so I can see a big drop coming back in that. The calves, the cows and calves, look, we have 40, more or less uh, 40 cows calves down now at the moment. In the next 10 days, I would like to see the first of them going out to grass because like everything else, where we have, the quicker we turn them out, we'll have less disease and infections going on within the calving units. And then, as I said, we have some rough ground that we can afford to put them maybe up there to start off there first. And the other big things that we probably need to be looking at too in the next couple of weeks too is, look, we did a soil sampling on the on the home Newford farm. It came back with index threes and fours and a pH ranging from 5.9 to 8. So we're, we're more or less happy with 
happy that, that the pH is good enough on the farm. Fertilizer will probably have to go. That's we're getting prices in at the moment for that, and it's ranging anywhere from five ten to five thirty for protected urea at forty six percent. And we'll be looking at maybe spreading a half a bag per acre on anything that doesn't get slurry or twenty three units per per acre. And the other big key thing, I suppose, it just needs to highlight that there too is I have done a grass cover there in the new farm there in Newford, and it came in around seven seventy five. And Cohen's land is nine hundred, so that's that's. Uh, needs to start get grazing because we actually are heading towards the 1st of March. Best of luck with the calving season, Michael, and we look forward to hearing how it all goes in the coming weeks. Coming up, Dairy B500 farmers James O'Sullivan from County Cork will host a walk on his farm on Tuesday the 27th of February at 12pm. Gareth Peoples in County Donegal will host a walk on Tuesday the 5th of March at 2pm. Topics covered will be focusing on grassland management, silage preparation, fertiliser spreader calibration and calf management at purchase. Further details are available on the Chagas website. That's all for this week's episode and my thanks to Michael for joining me on the show. You can catch up on all other shows and interviews from the Beef Edge podcast on the Chagas website at chagas.ie or you can listen on Apple and Google Podcasts as well as Spotify. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so you never miss a show. For all other updates from our Beef programme, keep an eye on our Twitter and Facebook pages. Until next time, I'm Catherine Egan and thanks for listening.